0: This is The Starcoat Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 325. The reality is, in this digital age, we can reach people that historically we may never have been able to connect with. Are you using your website as a profit center? Do you even know how to do that? That is what my guest today, Michael Buzz Bazinski, is going to be talking to us about. How do you create your website to be the kind of profit center that multiplies your business and allows you to do the kind of work you love? Join me today as we discuss that very topic. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. We're going to be diving into your website today. Does your website bring people to you to learn more about what you offer? Does it convert those people who are visiting into actually taking action? And how are you thinking about your website? My guest today is going to challenge us about all those things and give us strategies to really maximize our website and turn it into a profit center. Before we learn more about my guest, I just want to welcome you to the Star Coach Show where we explore strategies, tools, and resources. Whether you're a coach, whether you're a leader, however you're using coaching or thinking about using coaching in your life, this is the place where we dive into that, whether it's about your skills, whether it's about building a business so that you can bring your impact into the world, or if you're a leader and or thinking about using coaching in your organization, you're also in the right place. If you have yet to meet me, my name's Meg Rentschler. I'm an executive coach. I also teach leaders and coaches how to use coaching how to build your muscles in listening more deeply, in being more curious rather than knowing. You all have skills. You all have wonderful assets that you bring to the world. And sometimes our assets cover up our willingness to hear what other people have to offer. And therefore, get in the way of us empowering others and helping them bring their best to the forefront. That is one of the reasons why I created the Star Coach Show, so that we can build our coaching muscles and empower others, empower ourselves, and really create a more collaborative world that we're all kind of bringing our best forward. The Star Coach Show is one of the ways that I do that, and so I'm delighted that you're here to experience my guest this week. My guest this week, as I mentioned, is going to help us determine, are we using our websites to the best of their ability? Are we, as he says, really creating a salesperson in our website so that we are getting the results that we really can get for our business and really for the clients who need our services, is our website serving its purpose? Michael Buzz-Bazinski is my guest today. He's a lifelong entrepreneur, a digital marketing thought leader. He's an author. We're going to actually be talking about his book, The Rule of 26, what that means, how you can apply that to your business. He's worked with over 1200 service centric businesses. And we're going to talk about in the interview, what is it about being service centric that's important to the to his formula, to the message that he's giving us today, and how by really creating a website that works for us, we can double or more our revenue that comes from our website by following his formula. Michael has a passion for helping entrepreneurs. It sparks from his own 15 years of struggle In his own business? And isn't that the case often for many of us? We are drawn into working with a client population that we can really relate to. Maybe we've even been there. Well, Michael's been there and he is absolutely passionate about helping us learn from his mistakes, avoid the time drain and frustration of owning a business, and actually let's. Use the opportunities that are in front of us in this digital age to reach more people, bring more value, and live the lifestyle that we really want. So let's go to my interview with Michael Buzz Basinski. Buzz Basinski. Welcome to the Star Coach Show. I am so delighted to have you here with me today.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Meg.
0: Absolutely. We are going to be talking about something that very truthfully in all my years as a coach and a service provider, I will acknowledge I've not given enough focus to. That's why I bring wonderful guests like you onto the show so that you can Really create that challenge for all of us to be thinking about how are we showing up as business owners? Are we doing what is ultimately going to positively impact our bottom line? Right. And as we're going to be talking about the rule of 26, which is a philosophy that you have, it's your business model. It's what you're going to challenge all of us to do. You've <laughs> written a book about it. And as I was reading the book, these are some things that popped to me. You know, coaches in the book, in the testimonial saying things like, Now I know what to focus on. Or this was really straightforward, easy to follow. Okay, now that I'm doing this, it's bringing a difference in the way that my website is showing up for people. Those are the kinds of things that I want everybody's ears to perk up to. If that is going to make an influence in your business, you definitely want to listen in on this interview and challenge yourself to apply what Buzz is going to be challenging us to do. So let's start with you talk about the fact that this is for service based businesses. You're talking about increasing the revenue that we bring in based upon our website, and that this is for service based businesses. What is it that makes a difference whether this is a service based business or a non service based business?
1: So, when we talk about service based businesses, that is any human, basically humans serving humans, right? Anything else. Is human selling a product, software, something other than a human service, right? Mm-hmm. And I love service-based businesses because I'm a people person. And I also see the human factor in service-based businesses as the competitive advantage that we all have. So you can have five coaches sitting all in a line. Okay. They can all be entrepreneur coaches, all sitting in the same line. But if we do it right, and we work through their personalities, their individualism, we have five different coaches with five different focuses. And the focus might be who they are coaching. What type of executives are they wanting to coach? Right. Some might want the new CEO. Some might want to do the junior executive suite Some might want to do the self-employed C-suite, right? Mm -hmm. All of those same service, different people, different approach makes them all different. And that right there is where a lot of people don't really pay attention to it, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I find a lot of value in helping people understand their individualism and their individuality, I should say, through their business.
0: Love that. And since this audience, you know, we've got health and wellness coaches and we've oh, got yeah. life coaches and we've got relationship mm-hmm. coaches and the executives coaches, like mm-hmm. you said. So this is going to impact them. you regardless. If you want to connect with your ideal audience, then we need to pay attention to what Buzz is going to teach us today. So when we think about the concept of the rule of 26. And I guess even more so, if we think about the concept of making our website work better for us, <laughs> what do, where do we need to start?
1: Well, I help people with a starting point. You need to start with strategy. Okay. And so the rule of 26 is literally a strategy book. Okay. The first 22 pages are, anyway. After that, it's all tactics on supporting that strategy. So I guess what we need to start with is what do you want your website to do? What is a website but a salesperson who does exactly what you say it will tell it to do every single time. It works 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, never asks for a sick day, doesn't ask for time off, doesn't ask for a raise, right? Now, problem is, is that our salespeople are only as good as the training we give them. In a website, it's only as good as the content and how we display this content. So I struggled for a long time to help micro-businesses like coaching companies to understand it's not their website's not a expense item; it is a profit center. So the best place to start is to change our mindset. So maybe maybe our mindset coaches can come in and help us with this. Change our mindset from looking at our website as an expense item line item, mm-hmm. and how do we transform it to a profit center? Because guess what, two thirds of All business happening is going through websites, whether it starts or ends there, it's touched. And so, if your website is lacking, that means your sales are lacking to where they could be. So, even when I have successful coaches like, oh man, I get all these referrals, I get word of mouth. Are you looking to grow your business? Oh, yeah. How are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to get more word of mouth. I'm going to get, but I'm like, wait a second, that's not predictable. That's not scalable. A website does exactly what you want to do, and it can do it at scale every single time that's scalable, right? And one of the hardest businesses to ever scale are service-based businesses.
0: Okay. So if, but we've got this profit center that I'm willing (laughs) to bet most of us are not maximizing or have set up in a way that it becomes a profit center for us versus, okay, I have to have a website. So I throw something on that website and Gosh, I hope marketing doesn't tend to work very well. So, <laughs>
1: so, so our approach is definitely important, right? Yes, exactly.
0: So, how? <laughs> and so that's we, where
1: your strategy comes in.
0: Yeah, how do okay. we create that strategy towards a profit center? I'll be back to my interview with Buzz Buzinski right after this. It breaks my heart to see so many coaches give up on getting their coaching into the world, either because they don't understand how to build a business or they're lacking confidence in their own skills to be able to get out there and really bring their coaching forward. That's why I created the Star Coach Show as a weekly resource to strengthen skills, build businesses, and impact organizations. And I know that many times we need more than that. So I invite you to take your star coach experience deeper by joining the member community and getting those obstacles out of your way. Get focused on what you need to do. I just left a meeting with my community where they were fired up because we were doing hot seat coaching, getting them to look at what they needed to get out of the way, and challenging them to get out there and get things done. This community lights up. We have a great time together, but even more than that, coaches are taking action and they are getting results. So if you'd like to explore being a part of the Star Coach community for less than a Starbucks coffee a day, go to starcoachshow.com slash 325 Starcoatshow.com slash 325 and click on the link to explore the community. You'll be so glad you did.
1: So that's where the rule of 26 definitely comes in. And so the rule of 26 states that if you increase your average revenue per client, your conversion rate and your unique traffic to your website by 26% each, you will get a compounded output of 100% more business coming through your website. That's your strategy.
0: So, however, that sounds a bit like, what? So let's, so then let's have to break land it down, the plane. That's what the book yeah. Has, let's yes. the plane. Yeah.
1: So the biggest thing that we start with, and when I'm consulting, the book goes backwards from the way we consult. Don't ask me why. It's just it's my first book. So give me some latitude. But- We actually start with average revenue per client. See, when we find, especially coaches, we find that our coaches are not charging enough. So sometimes increasing our revenue can be as much as just increasing what we charge. Now, how do we know if we can do that or not, right? So we have to step back and say, who are we serving today? And out of all of those people, say you had a hundred clients, okay? And you're like, what's my top 10 Clients that I love to serve. They pay their bills on time. They don't rob me of and, and try to squeeze more than I'm worth out of what I'm what they're paying me. All the things, right? I'm excited when I see their number on my caller ID. I, I can't wait to click on their email in my inbox. Those clients are mm-hmm. perfect clients. Okay. What if you went to one of them and said, hey you know, with the inflation going on and, you know, all the things we're thinking about, we're going to need to increase our prices. And you start having this conversation about value. It's like, what would you think if we increased our prices by 26%? They're going to go, that's an arbitrary number. Yeah, I know. But humor me. 26%. What would you say to that? The people who say, I can't believe it took you this long to increase your prices are the ones telling you you're not charging enough. And those are your perfect clients. So Collect all of those people. And now we're going to create a persona around those people because there have a lot of similarities between them. Okay. From there, you now understand who is willing to pay, what type of person is willing to pay you what you're worth. It's not about getting more money, it's about billing what you're worth because you cannot give 100% of you and your value if you don't bill for 100% of what you're worth. You're discounting the service by not charging what you're worth.
0: And for all of you who are out there saying, but I don't know what I'm worth and how can I charge for this and what, and all your mindset stuff going on, that is a cover that needs to be addressed. If you feel all those things coming up inside you, acknowledge that that's work that you need to do around your self-worth, around the story you're telling yourself about the value you bring. And to Buzz's point, the people that you work with and the results you get with them That's a good place to start in exploring that belief system you have about your worth. Sorry Mm -hmm. to interrupt, but I just want to double click on that.
1: No, I love it. And so now some of you might be saying, well, I'm billing what I'm worth. I know I'm billing what I'm worth. I've done that work, Buzz. Great. What added value can you start giving? What more can you do for your clients, right? How can you create the next step up? You only need 26% more. So if you're getting $100, I only need $26 more worth more value. Now, that doesn't mean more work though, guys. This is value. So when you look at adding value, look at things that you can create once and sell infinitely. Okay, That's where we're trying to try to find out. I, my clients, that's what we, we work on that all the time. It's part of the offer. Okay. So if every one of your best clients are like, nope, this is as much as I'm ever going to pay you for the service you have. Okay. That means I just need to add more value. Okay, great. Not a problem. Thank you very much for the information. Right. It's good information. So now we're going to take a look at our offer for our new clients and we're going to offer it back to our current clients and say, hey, listen, we're creating a new echelon of my service with these added values. Are you interested? Oh, I would I would pay another $26 for that. Sure. Right. Okay, great. Now you have your offer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the second piece we talked about was your conversion rate. Conversion rate is merely the percentage of people who come to your website and take action. So they take action. Okay. That action can be. Getting on your email list, calling you, setting an appointment, or even buying a course immediately online. Any of those right there are actions. Okay. So that percentage, so if there are 100 people come in and three people do take an action, you have a 3% conversion rate. So if we're trying to, and let's do 2%, okay, because it's easy math for everybody. If I wanted to increase it by 26% or round it to 25%, so one quarter more, we're only looking at one half of a percent. More conversion rate. So, out of every hundred, we're only looking for two and a half people to roughly to do the same thing. Okay. Okay. But the math leverages right. So, but when you're talking about two hundred visitors, that's five people versus two uh, versus four people. So that's an extra person, right? You keep going, keep going, right? So, with that, Zo, is how do we get that conversion rate up? Well, we take all of the work we just did about uh, that that we did to to. Jesus, I can't talk this morning. All of the work we just did to increase our average revenue per client, we're going to take all that information and the research that we did on there, and we're now going to apply it to our website. Now, as a coach, who is the one person who gets talked about immediately on most coaches' sites that you visit, Meg?
0: Oh, the coach gets talked about. Oh, hmm.
1: Hmm. Now, who is the person coming to... Who's the most important person coming
0: to your website? The person... The most important person to that visitor is them. Them. But yet we talk about us (laughs) and how awesome we are.
1: There's a saying that says, nobody cares what you know until they know how much you care. Say that one again. The I, the we, the us, the me, Mm -hmm. and we're going to turn into you, your, you and your. And we have to identify their problem. They're coming to you because they have a very specific problem. The second mistake that coaches make is that they talk. They don't identify, or no, I'm sorry. They talk about too many solving too many problems. Okay. They're afraid to niche to a particular problem, right? Right. Like they can only have one website, right? But what's your bi- your your perfect clients? They all probably have about the same problem, and you can lump that into one problem that multiple people can relate to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're a mindset coach and you're a money mindset coach who happens to talk about relationships and who happens to talk about, you know, my coaches, I I always, you know, it's like, well, you just focus. (laughs) Focus! (laughs) Yeah. So they're a money mindset coach first, right? So that's all we're going to talk about. Money mindset. Is your money bleeding out the bottom of your pocket every time you put it in? Okay. Oh yeah, that's me. Are you making $100,000 a year, but living paycheck to paycheck? Ooh, that's me. Right? Start asking the questions that these people are going to identify with. You have a money mindset problem, and this is a solution. I have a. There is a methodology that can get you from point A to point B. Okay. Still not talking about you, the coach. I'm talking about your methodology, the solution. So we have identified their problem. We have now identified their solution, and people who use this methodology look like this. And now we're going to forecast what it looks like for them. Still them, right? After they go through that methodology. Hi, my name is Michael Bazinski. I'm a money mindset coach and I'm here to help you. The last person on the page to be talked about is you. Love it. That's your conversion rate optimization in a nutshell, okay?
0: Make it about them. Make it about their pain points and that your solution helps negate those pain points or finds Mm -hmm. a solution to those pain points.
1: As a coach, you're doing one of two things. You're either solving a problem or helping people achieve a goal. You email me directly if you're do- not doing one of those two things. Prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. I haven't found any coach that does want anything outside of those two things. Mm-hmm. Period. and story. Okay. So the way we approach that is the individual problem with the type of individual we solve that problem for, our individual methodology, and forecasting those individual successes We're going to back that up with maybe some social proofing of other people who have gone through that, had the same problem, went through the same methodology, and this is their life now. Now people say, well, but I'm a really good coach and I've got all those accolades, right? Like me. I've got all these awards back here if you've seen me on video, right? Those don't mean anything until somebody asks about my credentials. That's on my about page. Because once I click on the about page, what did I just do? You just interacted. I interacted. I asked about you. (laughs) <laughs> who is Michael Bezinski? Oh let me hit the bat now you can start talking about it. ah but not so fast. make everything about you about them them right I'm passionate about helping people with their money mindset because of blah 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 blah. I had my story. My story is relating to their your pain basically right, right? So like I help small medium-sized businesses avoid entrepreneurial poverty. My passion comes from 15 years of entrepreneur poverty, okay? So I help people build profitable businesses through profitable marketing. That's my mission. If I say that on my about page, you're going to go, oh, he's been where I've been. Mm-hmm. He gets me and he knows how to get out of it. All right, now I want to talk to Buzz. Boom. Boom. Okay, that's And that one fits
0: talking. under the conversion rate?
1: Yes, that's okay. all conversion rate optimization, right? You're relating to directly to their pains. You're showing them a methodology that they can grasp on. You're showing them their future if they went through that methodology. You're showing them other people who have gone through the methodology and have been successful, right? And then you're given an opportunity to take action. That's your homepage. You do that right there. I haven't seen many that have not gotten at least 26% increase, right? I've seen 100, 200, 300% increases in conversion rates. I've gone from zero to, you know, which is an infinite amount more, right? Right. But right. zero to two and 3%. I've had websites with six, 7%. That's huge. Like the, the national average is between 1.8 and 2.2, depending on your industry. Okay. So,
0: so yeah, that. that's, that's
1: huge. That's it's huge, huge, right? Especially now we're going to go and say, okay, we already know who we want to come to our website because we, we identified that in the ARCP. Okay. We now are talking to those people on our website through our CRO. Now we're going to go get the the traffic, but not any traffic. We're only looking for those types of people to come to our website. So where do those people hide? Now you're looking at your psychographics, demographics, all the other things that go along with that and find out where they're at and then get your name in front of those people and draw them to your website to have that conversation. Now that you have optimized your website. For the people you want to do business with, it's going to weed out all the bad leads, leaving you more time to handle more clients.
0: So can you give some examples of coaches that you've worked with that have done the first step, they've identified who the person is they want to talk to, they've maximized their website to be able to receive those people, then what are some of the things that they do to attract them to their websites?
1: Beautiful question. Love that you asked that question. My first go-to is search engine optimization, okay? This is where people are searching for solutions to their problems or searching for guidance to achieve their goals. What are the two things we do? One of those, Mm -hmm. right? So if we have people literally going to the web, the internet, typing in questions that lead them to your service without them knowing who you are, and you had to pay $0 for every one of those,
0: that's a pretty good deal.
1: Pretty good deal, right? That's yeah. SEO. That's SEO. Now, there's no such thing as a free lunch. So either you have to put the time in or you pay somebody else to take the time to do it. Okay. Now, for us, we have platforms that help people to do it themselves without having to learn SEO. And then we have services for the where we do it for them. Mm-hmm. And then we have some stuff that's in between where we do it with them, mm-hmm. right? So we believe, and I personally believe that SEO is the number one thing you you can test so many things in seo that you can't with paid well it's too expensive to do with paid you can test it with paid but it's going to cost you money so it's going to be time and money right and
0: when you're talking about paid, you're talking about like paying google to run ads or paying, paying google to run your ads, facebook facebook or... to run
1: your ads hulu to run your ads anywhere you can put an advertisement directories you name it where those are and those are good those are great those are the next step but shoot, man, if you do the research, like we definitely have times where SEO is not the most profitable first step for people. And those are our hyper niche consultants. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a client who is a fractional CFO for contracting companies doing more than 10 million a year.
0: Very, pretty specific.
1: Their keywords, 10 10 a month each. So I have to, so a lot of work goes around all of the different types of contractors and collecting 10, 20, 50 search volume at a time, okay? Mm -hmm. But for him, he signs one of his clients, it's $90,000. He's gonna pay up to $90,000 a year just to get that one client because the second year, it paid for all of that. And the next year, all that work is gonna compile on on itself. Because SEO is not a zero sum. Ads are, you stop paying, you stop getting. Right. You compound your efforts the longer you're doing SEO.
0: That's good information right there. I want everybody to kind of noodle on that. You, know, you kind of build that foundation. You put the the investment in, and then you've laid a foundation that continues to build.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why we have a lot of our SEO folks. They start with our Dizio platform as the DIY SEO thing. And as they're like, okay, we get all this foundational stuff. And while we didn't have money, we had more time, right? But then at some point they they go to, well, we have more money than time. We want to buy back our time. Okay, Buzz, go ahead and take care of it now. Mm-hmm. But now we can do the higher end stuff and get more technical and, and that what they weren't going to be able to do on their own, right? But if you are the only person in your business, you have to be very cognizant of the time you have, okay?
0: It's a so limited this, resource.
1: <laughs> it, it is infinitely limited resource. Mm-hmm. And once you spend it, you can't make more of it. Right. You can always make more money. You cannot make more time. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what how much time we have. We just had a friend of my wife's in her industry died at 50. So young. Very young. Especially when I'm like, I'm turning 50 this year.
0: <laughs> it's super young. Yeah, <laughs> Wait a minute. We <laughs> were just at dinner last night. My husband and I were saying, why are, first of all, all the stars are the musicians that we followed as, you know, they're all dying and our peers are dying. This is a, little, a little weird. Yeah. It's a little weird.
1: Disconcerting. Yes. Yes. So, you know, so w- if we know that and we take a look and we look at our time bank account, right? And mm-hmm. we go, what am I spending time on versus what I'm spending money on? When people say they don't have enough money, but they still don't have enough time. I know they're lying to themselves because if you don't have enough money or time, you're spending your time incorrectly. And if you have a lot of money, but you make a lot of money, but for some reason are still pay to paycheck, you're not spending your money very wisely. Your money's not making you money. And that's where getting, that's what, you as coaches, we preach this all the time, but right. as coaches, we don't take our own advice.
0: <laughs> that whole concept of the cobbler's children have no shoes. Yeah, so right. we, are we potentially not applying... Applying what we teach others or what right. what we encourage others to do, absolutely, I see that a lot
1: in business. I see a lot of infrastructure built out before they need it, and so they spend all they have all this money sunk into its infrastructure or advertising that's not working. And it's like, well, what if we dismantled those investments and then and actually invested it into getting traffic, right? And now you only pay on the business the the, the infrastructure stuff. You only pay as you need it. Because as you build up, you're like, okay, well, the nice thing about SEO is that you can get more and more traffic through SEO, and still, if you're doing done for you, pay the same amount. Because remember, we're compounding the work, so it's not like advertising where it's like, oh, shoot, I got, I spent a thousand dollars and I got a hundred leads. Yes, this is awesome. I closed twenty of those people. I'm killing it, but I want forty next time. Now you have to spend two thousand, right? Versus an SEO who might be charging you maybe fifteen hundred dollars a month today. And in a year from now, they're still charging you $1,500 a month, but, but the, your, it is built. your traffic keeps going up and up and up mm-hmm. and up, right? And then they go, wow, this is awesome. Until the time where it's like, okay, that's enough. We're, we're good with that. Ah, ah, not yet. Because not all traffic is good traffic. Not all business is good business. When you are getting too much traffic from organic, we are either not ready to grow. And, it, and, and that might be true. Like some people are uh, lifestyle business. I get it. You don't want to. You don't want to ramp up all that good stuff. Great. Yeah. Stop it. Let it die down. Do what you're going to do. What I usually say is this: Why don't we niche more? Get even more specific on who we want to do business. Start firing our PETAs and only work with the best. Now we're give a pitas. give a pain in the arse.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> oh, we 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 got a little acronym there that we need to to dive into. Okay. <laughs> So let's get rid of those clients who are not ideal, who give us a stomach ache to work with, who right. don't light up when we see their names on our calendars. Right.
1: But as you remember, we just, if, if all of our new clients are perfect personas, right? And mm-hmm. we start bringing them in. Problem is this, as you're building, you're making uh, exceptions for some people, especially as right. you're growing. You're like, I, I need money. To, I need to pay my bills. Right. I, I need to bring this person in. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. So as as you're
1: getting bigger and you're like, hey, I can't take any more, we'll start taking a look at your your bottom 10%. Who's paying you the least? Let's take a look at them and say, hey, listen, our new price is here, right? Now, if as you're approaching getting too many clients, you raise your prices. That slows the amount of people down, okay? And you're going to start attracting the next echelon up because there are people who will not do business with you because you're not charging enough.
0: That's true. The other thing is I want all of you to be thinking about as you get specific, you get very good at working with that specific population. So it's not as though you're charging more for less value. I mean, your value Mm -hmm. is going up because your experience is going up. Your ability to really bring it for a specific population is there to challenge them, to support them, to, you know, what they need, you know, what's going on. So I don't want anybody to say, well, it sounds like all I'm doing is, is raising my prices and more and more. You're actually raising the value you bring as well.
1: Exactly. And remember, all we're, when we're raising our prices, what we're doing is we're eliminating what I call tire kickers and plate lickers, okay? You're basically starting to attract a higher echelon of consumer. These people who are willing to pay, and most of them know, that there could get it cheaper, right? But mm-hmm. they know if they spend the money, one they'll they'll respect you but more because they're making the investment, okay? And number two, you're they're not gonna waste your time because gonna the, do money, the, work. the yeah. money is not as important as their time, right? So people who are price conscious are going to be time hungry because they're trying to squeeze out as much value from you for their dollar, okay? So, raising the price is just eliminating the people who value their dollar more than your time. And, and
0: a, think yeah. about that. It's also their time. Like, if I don't working care, with they have client, more
1: time than money. They're willing well, to waste it.
0: No, I'm talking about the people we want. Oh, so, the, the people, people we want, we want, no, they, don't want also, they don't want to waste their time. Yeah. They don't want to waste their time. Right. 100%. So So, when somebody's really investing in your coaching, they're going to show up ready to work, they're going to do the work. They're busy. They've got things to do. So they, they're they going to pay to work with somebody who's really going to help move the needle for them.
1: Exactly. So if we put all of our messaging towards that type of person, and we keep getting more and more specific, the people who come to your site that don't meet that criteria will self-eliminate and not waste your time talking to you on the phone, putting yourself on a Zoom call for 45 minutes to do all of the things and not buy anything. This is where, when you get to this point, this is where you can start putting your prices on your website. So many coaches leave the price on there because they're afraid they're driving people away. When in fact, you're drawing in tire kickers and plate lickers. Now, That's- if nobody knows what, everybody knows what tire kicker is. If you've know, you ever heard of plate lickers, if you never heard of that that term, it comes from the philanthropic uh, arena. So when you get people, comes in, it's like $100 a plate, right? Okay, for a nonprofit gala, right, right, right? right? Okay, so you're paying $100, $200, $300, right? The plate liquors are the ones that will clear their plate. They'll eat everything on the table that is put in front of them, whether they like it or not, and they will not spend one dime on the auctions, on the silent auctions, auctions, donating, raffle tickets, none of that. They're just there to eat and look like they're part of the cause. They're, gonna be there. they're the ones networking. They're the ones that stop buying the booze once the open bar stops, all that stuff. Okay. That's a plate liquor. You okay. don't want those people because right. those are the ones that are trying to squeeze value for every dollar they spend.
0: So for all of you who are listening and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if I can do this. I don't. It's that becomes mindset that we really want you to kind of work on mindset. For website, let's Mike or Buzz, let's re kind of go through the three things that we want people to to think about again.
1: So you're going to want to take a look at who you're doing business with right now and how many of those are your perfect clients. Okay. You're going to take, you're going to make research or do research on why they're your best client. And then you're going to make a profile of those and look at what the common, the commonality between them all are. Okay. With that, you're now going to take a look at your website and you're going to say, am I talking to that person in my website? Am I saying I, me, us more than I'm saying you and your okay? Am I identifying their problem? Am I identifying my methodology without talking about me? Am I showing them my success rate with other people? Am I giving them a good call to action and a good offer? Am I only talking about myself through my experiences when people click on a link that says, I want to know more about you, right? From there, are we driving traffic? Are we driving the right traffic to our website? Are we attracting the best of the best to our website, to consume that message so that we can have them self-identify as the perfect type of prospect so that you don't have to take more sales calls than you need. The crazy thing is this, when I work with people and they do all of these things, they take less phone calls. And at first I was like, well, that's weird. But then I realized the math, we're eliminating so many bad conversations. Right. Right. So if, if your close rate Nine times out of 10 will go up when you are very specific on who you want to work with on your website. Right. Makes perfect sense. And then
0: you're not really wasting the time with the tire kickers and the plate lickers.
1: That's it. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) So good. So, so much more. I mean, obviously, we can only cover so much in an interview. And yet, I really hope that we gave you all something to think about. Maybe your anxiety went up a little bit during this interview. Maybe you, maybe it was like lights went off and like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what I'm not doing or what I should be doing differently. Buzz, if people want to know more about you and the work that you do, what's a great way for them to connect?
1: The best way to connect is through my, my email. You can email me directly at buzz at buzzworthy.biz can check out our marketing firm buzzworthy marketing and that is buzzworthy.biz if you'd like to get a copy of the book we have it on amazon paperback and kindle um you can go to ruleof26.com and we have option that there's a link that goes directly to amazon to check that out for your listeners we do um if you go to the website or just email me and tell me that you heard uh, me this- on star coach podcast. I said that right. Oh, Star, yeah,
0: Star Coach, Coach Show. show yeah. Yeah. You're okay. fine. There we go. And we'll also um, have these links in the show notes, but go there ahead. There you
1: go. Yeah. Just say, Hey, I heard you on Meg's show. I will give you a 45 minute uh, complimentary discovery session where we will actually dive into where you're at. And whether you do business with me or not, I'm going to help you with a 30 day action plan so that you can at least get pointed in the right direction.
0: Oh, generous. How beautiful. We will definitely have links for all of that in the show notes, but such great information, such a good time spending time with you this morning. And thank you for challenging all of us to find the people who need to work with us, who we have the value for, and we might be covering up what we're doing by not putting it out there correctly.
1: Uh, it's my pleasure. I love teaching this stuff.
0: I can tell. And we have a whole lot of people who need to absorb that. So thank you for bringing it forward.
1: Thank you for having me again.
0: So there you have it. If you're anything like me, your head might be spinning just a little bit about the things to think about and do, that's why I'm going to take advantage of that 45-minute discovery call with Michael. If you want to do that as well, go to starcoachshow.com slash 325 and grab the link for his email so that you can say, I saw you on the Star Coach Show and I want to take advantage of your discovery call. My conversation with Michael continues in the membership community. So if you're interested in exploring the membership community, go to starcoatshow.com 325. In the show notes, there's a link that says explore the community. Would love to have you join us. Next week, I'm going solo again. Need to get some solo time with you all and exploring some more aspects of your coaching uh, one-on-one with me. So I look forward to that. Until next week, this is Meg Renschler, wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a great week. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And I look forward to seeing you next week.